0: Hello and welcome to Men in Progress, part of the Life Plus God podcast. This is a podcast of the United Methodist Men of TREACH. My name is Dave Casey. I'm a former president of the men's group here at TREACH Memorial United Methodist Church in Flower Mound, Texas. And I'm one of a whole bunch of guys trying to live our faith, trying to be better husbands, fathers, and leaders, and trying to grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ. I've got a spoiler. We fail at that. A lot. But we keep trying, and thankfully we serve a God who is very forgiving. In this and future episodes of Men in Progress, we'll tackle some interesting topics and engage what I think will be real, honest, and raw conversations about what it means to be a Christian man, trying to live up to Christ's example in a world that is often stacked against us. We are not pastors, we're not theologians, and our conversations may not get the verses exactly right. But we expect it'll be fun, it'll be totally unscripted, and probably a little messy. Starting with a question that we're tackling today, do I really have to go to church to be a good Christian? To discuss this topic on uh, this first of uh, what we hope to be many series of podcasts, I'm going to uh, call on uh, three guys that uh, I guess are best described as our Saturday morning breakfast regulars. So, with us today, we have uh, the current president of the United Methodist Men of Treach, Chris Sears, our former uh, lay leader and uh, very active church member, David Taylor, and our current lay leader, Mr. Ted Hyde. Gentlemen, welcome to Men in Progress. Thanks, Dave.
1: Glad to be here. Yeah.
0: Glad that you all could join us here today. So, uh, this is going to be an interesting conversation, I think, and. uh, so I really want to find out a little bit about when did you guys first remember going to church? Chris, I'll start with you.
2: Sure. Uh, as a kid, uh, my family was the couple times a year church, the holiday church mm-hmm. family, and then occasional spurts where we would um, get the bug and go to church for multiple weeks in a row, and yeah. then life would get in the way, and
0: we'd be absent. So somewhat sporadic, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely sporadic. Ted, how about you?
3: Well, fact of the matter is, I don't remember not going to church. Uh, I was just raised actually in a very traditional, conservative church environment, uh, very much like, I guess, a Baptist might be. And then um, around the time I turned, uh, went into the ninth grade, our family uh, decided to visit a Methodist church, and we've been
1: Methodist ever since.
0: Wow. That's a long time, I imagine. So, uh, Mr. Taylor, do you remember going to church first time?
1: I do. My my family was not a church family at all. Uh, but somewhere around ten or twelve years old, my dad decided my character needed working on, and so I went to live with my uncle I, Marvin. I, I'm
0: shocked. I'm shocked know, that that would.
1: Happen. I know. I was too. Um, and with Uncle Marvin, I hauled hay all summer, except for Sunday mornings. And then uh, my aunt Marion would make sure all of us kids went to church. Now it was Catholic. And it was all in Latin, and I wasn't allowed to touch anything. But it it made an impression on me about the the, um the, just that God was this awesome thing I yeah. couldn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I immediately understood grace because I was not in the hayfield for <laughs> half a day on Sunday, so I I took that to That's heart. a good
0: way to do it. Well, that really ties into our basic question. Then is. Uh, do you have to go to church to be a good Christian? So what, what's your opinion of that?
1: You know, um, I, I think the short answer is no, you don't. Uh, but just the question itself intrigues me because um, it's chock full of, like, church words and things we mm-hmm. just assume. For instance, um, church. Church. You know, what What some people consider church is different than what other people consider church.
0: Yeah, there, I, mean, there's, I remember there's high church, right? Exactly. And there's the good old country church. Exactly. There's cowboy church now. I've I mean,
1: held church yeah. under a uh, in a tree grove, sure. you know, with a stump sure. and as an altar. Um, and then, how do you define what is a good Christian?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and there are lots of arguments about that, and I just, I, I don't like any of them. I, I think <laughs> we need to let people... Uh, be and do as yeah. they need to be and do.
0: Chris, what do you think? Do you do you, we have to go to church to be a to be a good Christian?
2: And I agree with Dave that it's um it's a complicated question. I'll say that I think going to church going to church helps you be a good Christian. Or helps you be a better Christian. Um, whether you're gathering in a barn or a tree grove or a classically designed church, I think you need to be around other Christians. We need the encouragement. We need um, somewhat the accountability. I know for myself. Um, I feel like I could not be the Christian I'm trying to be without being in church.
0: So it's that, uh, that togetherness, fellowship is a big part good, of it then absolutely. for you and do that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, let's take a look at a, another angle of this. And I, Ted, this is going to ask you this. Why do you think so many people measure their faith by uh, the fact that they attend church or even that they're a member of a particular church?
3: I can see why a lot of people might uh, make that relationship, Um, particularly for folks that have had an occupation for a number of years. Measurement is just a part of their life.
0: Yeah, we've all had KPIs to meet up to.
3: (laughs) I mean, uh, most of my career was in sales, and it was easy to measure my success, and that's just, Mm -hmm. you know— How well I uh, performed against a quota. And so it's easy to translate that into our church activity, um, but we have to be careful. uh, Because um, the fact of the matter is, you know, Christ calls us to do just two things. Uh, First is to uh, love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is to love our neighbor as ourselves. Sure. That that's all he asked us to do. Yeah.
0: Never said like, anything in there about a building he, or a building fund for that matter. He didn't. You know, no. But right. I like
3: what I like what Chris says, uh, in the sense of um, uh, finding strength and courage and direction by interfacing and having fellowship with other Christian men. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and you know, there's two things that come to mind when I'm thinking about what you just said, one is, uh, that measurement thing. And I think just men in general, uh, maybe just because we're, we're taught that way, but we want to measure stuff. We want to mm-hmm. accomplish things. We want to check the boxes. We want to get all those things done. Right. And then the second part of that is the fellowship part. Um, in fact, when Chris was talking about this, I, I felt, um, that's really been challenged for the last 18 months.
2: That's one of the things that has yeah. Um, yeah. made COVID terrible. COVID's a bad thing for a lot of reasons. People get sick, people die, interrupts lives. But as you know, we talked about in the Sunday school class that we go to here, which is part of the church, the greatest thing our class had to offer was the ability to be there for each other, mm-hmm. and COVID yeah. took that away from us. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It yeah. took it away to a degree.
0: There's only yeah. so much you can do via, via Zoom, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah.
2: you know, I think – The question about why people measure themselves, um, whether their faith is good because they go to church is, I think it's a cultural thing, right? We've Mm -hmm. been measuring things in this country forever. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we have all kinds of catchphrases, (laughs) keeping up with the Joneses, success, type A personalities, et cetera. And the church is a giant symbol. And if you can associate yourself with that symbol, then you can associate yourself with faith. Now, whether or not you have the faith is a different thing. And only you and God know that between yourselves. But to say I'm a member of a church, can give you that cover if you are a, you know, low on faith or hiding behind something, mm-hmm. or, or even if you're just trying to grow for real. Um, so it yeah. can, it can be used whichever way you need to use it, um, is what I think. Yeah, the the I, I attendance there's thing. A, there's a danger
1: though in the measure, and we all do that, especially men, because um, we're taught in business, right? If you can't, if you can't measure it, you can't correct it. You can't, can't manage it, it better, yep. right? Yep. Um, but the danger is because that leads to comparisons, like you were bringing up. That means, you know, well, now I'm going to look at how many times was I in church and how many times were you in church, um, and and hopefully you know, one how of the many time, classes do I belong to yeah. versus how many classes yeah. do you belong, and that yeah. makes that tends to lead to a feeling of arrogance and, and I'm better, I'm a better Christian. Hopefully, one of those and, times you'll and be and in none church. Of isn't, yeah. The yeah. sermon on judgment. It's none just, of that applies. That's not. That doesn't have anything to do with...
0: Well, and, uh, you know, I really messed up because we really should have had someone at this table that doesn't come to church regular, you know, and then we could have ganged up on them, right? And so, but, uh, you know, I, I see you guys in church a lot. So, you know, I know you're here. Uh, other than the communal experience, what brings you to church? You know, what, what, what is it? Something else that, uh, you know, there is obviously, you know, we're going to pack up and go to church. I've been doing that since I was a kid, right? But mm-hmm. But other than communal experience, what would be another thing, Ted, that, that brings you to church or brings you to church?
3: Uh, okay, so the fact of the matter is fellowship is really important yeah. to my experience at church, but it's not the only
0: experience. I was going to say, you do a whole lot for this church outside of church. Well, <laughs> and, uh, uh,
3: what I was going to really point to is how I uh, learn and worship when i'm coming to church i mean um i don't want to get preachy or i don't want to be too uh t- churchy
0: yeah i advertise but, we're not theologians so, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah but but the fact of the matter is that um there's you, uh, if i could just point to one of the values that is at treach and it's called biblical relevance right um, I love that term, and I frequently find examples where the tools that I get from attending church, maybe whether it's in a sermon or it's in a Sunday school class or it's in a life group or an accountability group, all of these things I associate with church, they are very, very practical to my everyday life, whether it has to do with my family or my career or just my network mm-hmm. with others.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's, man, that's, uh, I think we all, can, that resonates with all of us in oh, one you, form or you know, fashion
2: you bring up the tools like biblical relevance or the values. Mm -hmm. So my wife grew up in a Methodist church and she likes to say she, if the doors were open, they were there. Mm -hmm. So she knew all the Sunday school stories, which made it easier to have faith as an adult. I came to faith a lot later. It's taken me 10 years of being in an adult Sunday school class and going to church, but I'm finally starting to hear the same stories again and again. And I actually, actually understand where they're coming from. And then because of being plugged in at a church, you start to get invited into more things like Mm -hmm. a disciples class, where then, if you take that leap, now you get even more in depth with it. So you know,
0: before some, you know it, you're the president of United Methodist. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: well and I was going to point out that it's the opportunities <laughs> I find here at church. Yeah. Opportunities to learn. There's tons yeah. of classes that are offered, like disciple and uh, Bible study, all kinds of Bible studies. There's um, opportunities to serve. I mean, I can't. You can't walk. Through here on any given day without seeing tons of opportunities you can sure. go sign up for and serve. And that's part of your Christian life. Yep. Um, and there's opportunity to uh, be challenged. You know, we get, I get challenged um, from the pulpit just about every week to um, live into our radical love part mm-hmm. of our um, mission statement that. I, I I am constantly given the opportunity to stretch myself and uh, be around people that uh, don't necessarily think the way I do or don't see the things yep. the way I do, and still um, being brotherly. You still love have with that them. fellowship. Still have that fellowship. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and and I think it's um, so. What I'm hearing from all of you, I mean, and, and I think I fall in this category too. When I was young, I always thought of church as it's uh, to go to hear the preacher, to go to hear the priest. In my case, I grew up in the Catholic church as well. And to go back to our first question, we didn't have a choice. We, you know, In the Catholic church, you go to church or you're committing a sin. You're supposed yeah. to be in church. So uh, it, it wasn't really a voluntary deal. But I still think of it as a, uh, um, there are many things that, that impact you. It's not just the message. It's not just the music. It's not just um, the Sunday school experience mm-hmm. or the Bible study experience. It's a myriad of things, including service, mm-hmm. which I think is, uh, in this particular church, we see a lot of that, where mm-hmm. there are people that I don't really see other than on service opportunities. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they probably go, may go to another service that I don't go to or something, but mm-hmm. they, you know, they, are, they are, man, are they uh, selfless service kind of folks. Well,
1: and, then there's all the opportunities we have to practice generosity. Correct, yeah, yeah. In our our time, but mostly our money. And that's been vital to my spiritual life, learning how to be generous with my money.
3: Ted. Dave, uh, I just want to reflect quickly on something you said about service. Um, uh, There is a uh, a fairly well-known minister in the Methodist denomination. His name is Adam Hamilton. And I heard him speak, Uh, not too long ago and he said something i really never dawned on me you know tonight we're talking about do you have to go to church to be a good christian Um, and we're all the time encouraged encouraged to invite others to come to church with us Mm -hmm. adam hamilton's comment to this group was rather than invite somebody to come to church with you Try invite somebody to serve with you. You know, you know, that's a
0: lot easier. I mean, to me, uh, just personally, that's mm-hmm. a lot easier to say, hey, we're doing a Habitat build. Right. How would you like to come and spend a day and see if you like it?
3: And there's a direct correlation that can lead from that service activity mm-hmm. to discovering all that you can get gain from sure. attending church on a regular basis so that
0: really broadens the uh the definition of church then doesn't it oh you yeah know, it's way beyond the building it's way beyond the service it's way beyond even the uh the group of people because uh, that allows us to extend it out to to others that you know don't know anything about methodism uh let alone you know anything about church and uh well
1: and for men especially yeah. guys uh, are quick to want to most guys are Mm -hmm. quick to want to help. Sure. So if you tell somebody we're going to go help this person install a ceiling fan, or we're going to go move some food from this point to this point, you want to come help. Then they're eager to do that. Now they're around other Christian men and and, indeed. Yep. You know, sometimes it'll catch.
0: Definitely. So Chris, this is one I'm just going to ask you, um, there are some people, and again, you're, you're a little younger than the rest of us. So that's why I'm sticking you with this Absolutely, question, right? No problem. <laughs> so, uh, you know, sometimes schedule and life gets in the way. You just really can't make it to church every week. I mean, you've got, uh, you know, I know some of the local youth sports leagues, they schedule practices and games on Sundays and even Sunday mornings. So what would you say for the the men and women that just really can't make it to church, but they want to grow in their faith?
2: Well, I think, you know, with or without COVID, who knows, but definitely COVID accelerated it, that there's endless church opportunities on the internet, on your iPhone, on basically any kind of connectivity. So sure, I think you'd be hard pressed to tell someone that your schedule does not allow you to do some kind of church worship at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, It may not be traditional. It may not be what we started this conversation on, I think in my mind about walking into the building that looks and feels like a church, but there is a way in this modern world sure. to find a group. Well, and I think
0: what David said really ties into that is uh, an invitation to to help in some other way. Well, and that,
2: there's service, but I'm I'm yeah. I'm just talking about regular even worship, church yeah. worship. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all out there.
0: Well, you can certainly, you know, manage time. You can, you can watch a worship anytime. You don't even have to be live anymore. Right. I mean, if
2: you are, you know, someone who has to work six jobs or you travel or you have a bunch of obligations, you can play back on a podcast, ironically Mm -hmm. enough, the church service of your choice. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's. We it's could there. even
0: listen to this podcast over and over again just to <laughs> reinforce. Our, hope we do <laughs> reinforce our faith. I'll tell you, that's it's what. do that to
2: does be. lead to maybe possibly isolation, which is kind of ironic because the conversation is going to church, and we all agreed that yeah.
0: one Fellowship. of the greatest things about
2: going to church is being around others. Well, you know, I, you you bring up the uh, the the
1: onset of all that during COVID, and I think it was it was vital <clears throat> to us all uh, during COVID. But there's one, and I, I don't want to step on your toes, Dave. But there's one thing I think every all of us need to keep in mind, is that church for some is painful. Oh yeah, there yeah. are painful memories associated yeah. with church, and when they walk into a traditional church building like Treach, um, all of those are triggers. Yep. And and they don't like it, and and so or if you approach them in a traditional way, you know, we're going to have a Bible study. Well, I've, I've had enough Bible studies. Yeah. I don't need to yeah. go hear that anymore. But they may have a, a favorite podcast or they may read a book or they may watch a video that really speaks to you and may speak to them. Yeah. And it may at least start a conversation and you can help them overcome whatever the hurt is, right? And it takes time. I mean, yeah. some of those hurts are very deep. My own mother um, is a very spiritual person, believes in God, taught me about God, but will not go to church. Mm -hmm. And it's because of an incident when she was little, uh, and she was embarrassed, and she's a very shy introvert, and boy, it just scarred her for life.
0: Yeah, my mom is similar in that, uh, you know, she went to church for most of her life, but somewhere along the line, she got sideways with the church. Yeah. And uh, she's she's just a spiritual. She believes in God and, right. and and does a lot of reading on her own and and all that. But she's she will probably not go back to church. Right. You know? And we need to be yeah.
1: sensitive that those are also good Christians.
0: Exactly. Right. Yeah, that goes back to our previous question. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So, so that answers that part of it for Sorry sure. About that. No, nothing. <laughs> you didn't step on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's super. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. I think we really kicked this around a bit, and uh, you know, we're, we are planning to do some interesting topics coming up. And we'll have different groupings of people and from inside and outside the church and, uh, and discuss some things. And I think hopefully it'll be of interest to our, our listeners
3: and well, you know, uh, everything bet,
0: that we do
1: i would say we're we're willing to take suggestions from the audience if there's some topic you would like you're to just hear, you're just presuming we uh, have an audience uh, we have an audience <laughs> it's vast it's a, i mean everybody who's anybody's listening to this podcast that, yeah. by now
0: so there you have it the first episode ever of men in progress we hope you were blessed in some way by our discussion and that you'll join us for our next one thanks to my brothers from treach Chris Sears, David Taylor, and Ted Hyde for joining me, and to Alyssa Robinson and the church production team for their editing prowess and making us sound way better than we really are. As it says in Proverbs, as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. And that's the whole purpose behind this podcast. And we thank you for joining us for this episode of Men in Progress, the podcast of, by, and for Christian men trying to be better fathers, better husbands, better leaders, and better men. I'm Dave Casey, and we'll see you next time. This episode of the Men in Progress podcast is sponsored by
2: TREACH Memorial United Methodist Church, where our mission is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. If you're in or near Flower Mound, Texas on any Sunday morning,
1: we would love to welcome you to any of the TREACH services. Or you can follow our services anytime on our Facebook page or at tmumc.org.